Proverbs 26, verses 13 through 16. The sluggard says, There's a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He's too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who answer discreetly. Notice with me what the uh, writer of Proverbs is describing here. These are like extreme examples. The sluggard has an extreme amount of anxiety, laziness, and arrogance. An extreme amount of anxiety. He says, there's a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets. You know, he's just made that up. There's no lion out there, He's but he's freaking out. He's, he's full of an extreme amount of anxiety on the one hand. And then he's, he's lazy, extremely lazy. In the next moment, he puts his hand in the dish and he's too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. I mean, just picture how utterly, completely lazy that is. And then he's extremely arrogant. He's wiser in his own eyes than seven men who answer discreetly. So these are obviously supposed to be almost absurd examples of anxiety, laziness, and pride. But I also find them quite descriptive and quite accurate, actually, even in my own life when I act like the sluggard. You know, he, he's made up this story about lions roaming the streets, and he's totally anxious about it. How often do I feel anxious about some big, scary monster that may or may not actually be there? You know, my wife says that sometimes I, I catastrophize. You know, something will happen. I'm like, oh, no, what if? this. And she's like, you're catastrophizing them. That's, there's no lion roaming in the street. You know, don't worry about that. And I find myself anxious about something that I made up, which is of course ridiculous. The laziness to the extreme. I don't think I necessarily have that in my life. I tend to have the overwork, overworking sin instead of the laziness sin. But even that is like an equal and opposite error. But then the arrogance one is, is kind of haunting. He says, He's wiser in his own eyes than seven men who answer discreetly. I love that image of a man who answers discreetly, you know, doesn't uh, have to broadcast what he knows, but when asked, gives the wise answer. I want to be more like that. So even though these are extreme or absurd examples, I'm trying to take them to heart and say, okay, Lord, correct me. Um, Show me the better way than the way of the sluggard. The sluggard, um, his sin is sloth. Sloth is one Mm -hmm. of the seven deadly sins. Mm -hmm. The counterpoint to that is to be strong and courageous, which is repeated uh, time and again in in, uh, the um, book of uh, Joshua. Joshua, and be strong and courageous. And uh, God, that's God speaking to Joshua that he will be behind you. But I think the lazy, slothful person is a victim of the accumulation of life. Life accumulates every day. If you're a mathematician, you know you have to do the numbers every day. If you do not do the numbers, you're either going to get lost or you're going to go bankrupt or um, but they're just going to mount up uh, mount up. So life is essentially a very long parade and you're in it and you have to show up. Uh, to, you know, to keep on going. You also could say that as people get older, they tend to, they don't become slothful, they become indolent uh, because their legs may not work function as well. 
Uh, they may have gained weight. Something, something's happened to them and that it's very hard to move. Uh, I think life is about movement. I think that can cause fear in some people and sloth in others. In other words, so much accumulation goes on if you don't do something for about a period of a week. If you, Nathan, were to say, I'm not just going, I'm not going to show up, what would happen? Hmm. Everybody would start decreasing their output that work for you, that work for the church. And if it happens for several weeks, people will say, well, what's wrong with Nathan? Mm-hmm. And or they'll say, you know, and they'll send, you know, the elders in there to say, well, what's going mm-hmm. on here? I mean, nothing's mm-hmm. happening. And then you stop showing up for church <laughs> to mm-hmm. preach. And within a very short period of time, you would have transformed that church from what it is today to something right. not as not yeah. as not as good at all. Yeah. Wow. Uh, something that's in a high decline. So to be to just to recognize the reality of what life demands of you in terms of time, in terms of achievement of, of, of doing things. I'm not talking about bad things or good things. I'm just think things to stay abreast. Um, in my case, to be in the Bible every day. I call it the, you know, I said this in another uh, session, everydayness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I walk a certain amount every day. Uh, you know, there's a there. You have to engage life at least on its own terms, so that you know you, you can. You know, we we talk about you know being with the Lord and working, uh, but it 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 also we live in the world, and the world is a time machine, and we either stay up or we don't, and it's hard. So I mean, it's it's a that's a very fundamental thing. It's not theological. It's just a fact.